understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Stranded Phase Podcast. I'm your host, your girl, Jessica Hurley, and we are here with another dope episode, something that I haven't even had the opportunity to explore publicly with you all, so I think this one is really, really important. But the good news is the guest that I'm bringing you is one you've seen before. Um, I would call her maybe like our resident expert here on the Stranded Phase, um, someone that we've gone to for quite a few things when it comes to deep, deep trauma, childhood wounds, and just healing yourself, your nervous system, and understanding everything about oneself when it comes to taking radical responsibility. And this is a piece to me personally, and I know for a lot of you that's very important that we don't talk about enough is how does our pain, our trauma, our broken relationships, and the things that we have to constantly heal through affect us as parents. And if there's anything that I have seen over the last year in my own personal life, it has been making adjustments to continuously love unconditionally and parrot through a lens that doesn't reflect my pain. And so this person in particular has been someone that I've had to reference and connect with a lot to get through some of the things that I know are either directly or indirectly impacting my son. And so I wanted to open this conversation to you guys to really hear this. So without further ado, I'm inviting back our resident expert, Ludmila Woodruff. So lovely to be here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Welcome. Again, both of us. Come here. <laughs> Feels good. New setting though, I better know, setup. A little closer, feel a little I intimate. Know. You like that? Found <laughs> the table in between us. Right? Yeah, that's not, not enough space. I know, right? <laughs> So if you guys have ever seen Ludmila before, um, incredible episode on the Stranded Phase that you must go back and watch called When Red Flags Feel Like Home. It has by far been one of the the most liked, listened to episodes on the show, top five. Um, And Ludmila really dives deep into why, even though we are supposed to identify those things and go the other way, for some Mm -hmm. reason, so many of us tend to chase them (laughs) instead. So, (laughs) because they feel like home. Yeah. So... We're going to shift, even though we're highlighting some of that stuff today, I want to shift into how reflective this is as a parent. And I think this could go wide and long because Mm -hmm. we could talk about people healing from relationships. We could also talk about what we, I I feel like it's your your late 20s and your early 30s where you really start to identify how many of your decisions in relationships and as a parent are reflective of your childhood Mm -hmm. wounds. Mm -hmm. And so... I guess my first question to start is, is how do we know or how do we identify or how can we take a step back as a parent and say, okay, I'm not giving my child maybe what they need or what they're asking for strictly based on my wounds, my mother wound, my father wound, mm-hmm. my why I know what this child needs, yet I'm not, I can feel myself resisting it or not giving it mm-hmm. because of those childhood wounds. Wow. And I may have just jumped right in deep. Yes. 
Well, first of all, um, are you giving to yourself what you need? Because you look at your child and you mm. say you do know, but do you really? Because are you giving to yourself what you see you are not potentially giving to your child? Oh, this is beautiful. Let's start here. Great. Thank you. That was so good because you were one of the people that taught me this. And I think society has taught us otherwise mm -hmm. is um, when you have nothing left, still give to your child. Give, mm -hmm. give until you have nothing else. And when you have nothing else, find more and continue to give it to your child. Mm -hmm. And you were one of the people that really helped me embrace like if you're not saying nothing you give your child is solid. Mm -hmm. So you have to pour into yourself to give at the level that you need to be able to give to your child. And that was really an effort I had to consciously make of like, you have to put yourself before your child to operate from a sane perspective. I'm using the word sane because I can't mm -hmm. think of the right word, but mm -hmm. just to operate from a semi whole perspective mm -hmm. when, when parenting my child. Correct. Because we are confused about the whole concept of parenting, I think. We think, you know, when we look at how we were raised, we think the parent knows better, the parent, um, the child needs to listen to the parent. Mm. It's, we think parenting is about the child, where parenting is really about parenting yourself. Okay. I'm listening. One. <laughs> so... When so, we, when so, we so, what I, so what I heard you say is, mm -hmm. while I'm raising my child, I need mm -hmm. to also learn to parent myself? Even before, correct, correct, correct. Oh, correct. There's, there's, two, there's two parenting dynamics here. Okay, got it. Yes, because we, we are so concerned about the child, but we are also only operating and being available on the level that we have grown ourselves. Mm -hmm. So depending on your childhood dynamics, mm -hmm. um, if you grew up with a lot of guilt or shame or perfectionist, um, if you had to keep up appearances or status, and if you are still operating on that level, now the child comes in and the child will show you everything you need to see, but you are not ready to see. That's why a lot of women, when they have children, especially that was my awakening. It sounds like a relationship. Our, correct, because it is a relationship and every relationship starts with you. <laughs> so it's, it's a repetitive pattern, apparently. Our we stands are, for you, apparently. <laughs> we are the key to everything, every relationship. Relationship, you know, with a man, relationship with your siblings, relationship with your parents, relationship with your child, with your business, with your money. You are in a relationship too, correct? To yes. people or something. So, and everything starts with you, with your fears, with your hopes, with your excitements, with your uh, behavioral patterns. So... If you've been guilted into keeping, let's say, your parents happy, get all A's, don't make a lot of noise, you know, be the good girl, let's say, because otherwise dad gets upset. You are mm. too loud. When you speak your mind, you are too much. Right now, the, your child comes in and is loud and demands and asks for everything <laughs> he or she wants. Right. Well, what gets triggered within you? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, why, are, why are we triggered with that when the child that we give birth to is demanding of us and asking and, you know, thank God for beautiful children. They don't know um, how to stop asking. So they keep asking. They are very persuasive. Yes. You say no and they keep asking. Right. Right. But as many adults, we don't do that. We don't ask. Why? Because somebody told us that's too much. So now you have your child that is asking of you. And you get triggered. Why are we getting triggered? 
not because the child is asking. Be hmm. I don't know. What? Yeah. So tell me. So if he asks of you, why do you get triggered? You think? On the surface, I'm, irri yes. I'm irritated. Yes. I'm short-tempered. Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I think I said this before mm -hmm. in a very like childish way, but mm -hmm. it was that when you have had a long day mm -hmm. and your child is asking mm -hmm. a lot of you, you mm -hmm. have the audacity to really, mm -hmm. your reaction says of you, it's not mm -hmm. what you're saying internally, but your reaction says of you, mm -hmm. child, don't you understand what I did all day? Like now mm -hmm. you are asking more of me mm -hmm. and I have already given so much of myself to the world. Mm -hmm. And so we're irritated of like, can you, the person I love, not have such high expectations for me right now? It's a small child. I know. How can he have small expectations? It's absolutely ridiculous. I'm just that's telling I'm you. <laughs> so when, when you were asking of your parents and you needed them in some ways, how did they handle that? I need you. I need you. Help me. I need your time. I need your attention. How would it look like? From when I asked that, what was their mm -hmm. response? Mm -hmm. um, at times, childlike. Like what? Um, I was asked to entertain myself. Mm -hmm. I was, um, they were too busy or, mm -hmm. or busy in activities. Mm -hmm. um, or other things were always put over my needs. Okay. So if you take that and you look how you were parenting, mm -hmm. do you see a pattern? I have other things to do. I'm always busy. <laughs> everything, else, everything else is more important than my, his needs. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so here's, mm -hmm. this is always my questions on these content <laughs> like this, is... I never understand where the balance is or where's mm -hmm. the thin line. So I'm hearing what you're saying. What we started yeah. with was as a mother mm -hmm. who was building on herself, mm -hmm. especially yeah. dividing, operating as a single Correct. mother, Correct. technically. Mm -hmm. um, I'm learning to put myself first mm -hmm. because then my son in turn gets the best of me when I put Correct. myself first. However, putting myself first mm -hmm. often means... Mm -hmm. <laughs> often means um, it me putting myself first often means putting my business first, mm -hmm. putting my things that fill my cup first. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's trips with my girls. Sometimes yeah. that's a night to myself. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's a date night. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's, so yeah. now I'm putting my son on mm -hmm. the back burner. So where's the balance of pouring into my cup and mm -hmm pouring into his, I guess. Well, I think there is intentional choosing and intentional boundaries, correct? So if you know, if you, if you look, if we just look at the time frame, and if you know when you are working, how it is going to look like, and sometimes it goes over time, not a problem. And then how intentionally are you, how intentional are you with the boundaries, correct? So are you just reacting to him without saying, honey, I'm going to spend time with you right now. For 10 minutes, we are going to do X, Y, Z, or we are going for a walk. And then I need five minutes by myself or 10 minutes by myself or an hour by myself. When we don't communicate with our children, even if they are very small, they do understand. It takes a little bit more time for them when they are younger, you know, mm -hmm. about like to age five, I think it's a little bit harder for them, but it's still possible. Teaching them, this is when I need to have a break. 
and I'm here with you. Can you sit next to me and can you play with your toys? But I'm doing this right now for five or 10 minutes. But if we don't have boundaries and we, if we don't communicate and also if we don't um, spend time with them being truly present, truly about them, and it's not about the quantity of the time, it's about the quality of the time, that's what I say, they will seek for your attention. And then we get very reactive, correct? So if I don't communicate to my child, I've, I, I love you and now I need a break and I will be here for 20 minutes. I love you. You can sit next to me or in another room, but I need this. Very, many mothers don't do that. They keep giving and then they become very reactive. Yes. Don't you know I'm busy? Don't I can, you know I've I given so much to you? I can tell when I'm very reactive. Correct. Yes. So when you are very reactive, have you really created the, the space and communication with him? And people say, yeah, but they are small children. Children are smarter than adults. Take note, because we think we are older, we are so smarter, and we're going to teach them, and our way is the right way. And guess what? Kids teach us more than we teach them. Facts. Because they teach you all about <laughs> the places within you that still need your attention. Mm. Mm -hmm. You want to connect to your child? Well, how do you connect really to yourself? Mm. Right? If I can't truly connect to myself and my needs, how can I connect to my child and their needs? Mm. And behavior is language. So when your child has a tantrum, when they're disrespectful, when whatever is happening, what, what is the message behind that? Correct? What do they behavior need Behavior is language. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so I'm listening to this mm -hmm. and, and I'm, you know, again, not to put my mm -hmm. business all the way out yeah. there, but... I will always throw myself under the bus for the sake of growth. Um, so one of the, the very loud behaviors I'm seeing from my son in particular mm -hmm. right now is um, it feels like mm -hmm. an attachment mm -hmm. issue is that mm -hmm. anytime I, and I'm like, am I spoiling you? Mm -hmm. Am I, are you around too many mm -hmm. women? Like I'm mm -hmm. confused of what I'm getting, but the constant behavior right now is his constant response to everything. I'm never going to have it again. Everything. I will literally say, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. okay, that's, that's your last muffin. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to have a muffin mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. Like literally mm -hmm. when I, I, earlier I said, um, you're going to go outside. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm never going to see you again. Mm -hmm. what? And then I will reinforce mm -hmm. the truth. Mm -hmm. I will say, honey, that's not true. Mm -hmm. You will see mommy in a few hours. Mm -hmm. Honey, that's not true. You can have a muffin mm -hmm. again tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And then no, no mommy. No, I'm never going to have it again. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what is this? What is going on? Did you ask him? Of course not. Did you ask him? Did you say, honey, what do you mean that? I keep time? saying, why do mm -hmm. you keep saying that? No, but that's different than, why do you keep saying that? Or what do you really mean? How do you feel when you say angry? What, what, what does usually it mean say, to have the I'm last sad. one? Perfect. Why are you sad? Have you asked him? Mm -hmm. What does he say? Because I'm crying. Perfect. Do we need to cry? How do you want to sit and cry with me? Did you ask him? I'll say, you can cry. It's okay to cry. Mm -hmm. And I'll say, yeah, I cry because I'm sad. Yeah. And that's all he says over and over. Okay. So I'm sad too. It's okay. You can always ask more questions, right? But sometimes we don't even have to have the answer. He is sad. Let, I can be with you. Do you want me to sit with you and cry? When you cry, do you want me to be with you or you want to be by yourself? They will tell you. They will literally tell you when you ask them. Right? But... We are trying to resolve for their emotional need for whatever that is with, that's not true. 
That's not, you will have another muffin. Mm -hmm. But that's, that's not what they're looking for, correct? It's just a representation. This repetitive phrase is representation of something, mm -hmm. right? I will not have the family together anymore, maybe. Mm -hmm. Correct? Never mm -hmm. again I will have that again, mm -hmm. correct? Right. He might not be able to say that. So yeah, he feels sad. Mm. Mm. Oh Sometimes my we get too literal. We need to really look at what is going on beneath that, whatever they say. A lot of children get very angry. I even had a conversation with, with somebody's last child yesterday. And this boy was saying, I feel very angry. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, so why do you feel angry? And he looked at me because I don't think anybody asked him, why do you feel angry? All what we want to do is solve for it. But it's not your last muffin. You don't have to feel angry. It's not what they need. What they need is for you to be interested. What is happening for you? Tell me. So why are you angry? And this boy continued to tell me why he felt angry. It comes from anxiousness, being misunderstood or not seen by their parents. Great parents, correct? Mm -hmm. But he needs them to understand his emotions. But what we all do as parents, we don't want our kids to feel sad or frustrated or be in pain or have some wounds, you know, emotional wounds. So we try to fix it all the time. This is not so bad. You don't have to feel anxious. You don't have to feel sad. You can get over this. But what they need, they just need you to hear them say, I'm anxious because that doesn't feel good for me or that's not what I want to be doing right now. Or I'm sad because my dad doesn't live here anymore. A lot of parenting will become parents when we are very unconscious. All of us come into parenting very unconsciously. We might have an idea, correct? So we all have ideas of how we will be as parents, how our children will be as children. And then we become parents and it's never what we thought it will be. No. Correct. No. So Everything surfaces. Correct. So we thought we have an idea. We thought we are enlightened. We thought we are aware. We had all those. I remember even myself, when I lived in Belgium, we bike a lot there. So we would put a child on the, on the back of the bike and you bike everywhere. And I was pregnant walking with my husband. And I can laugh about this because that's exactly what it is. We are unconscious until we become a little bit conscious, right? There's always this polarity. Mm -hmm. You only become mm -hmm. conscious in the moments of unconsciousness. It will trigger you. So um, there was this mom putting a child in the, in the seat on the bike and she was leaving grocery store and the child is yelling and kicking. It was a toddler. And I literally look at my husband. I was like, oh my goodness, so the horrible mother. Look what she's doing to this child correct judgment because i'm so enlightened you know i so i, I i'm so aware i'll of never course, have right? those problems yes with i will my child. never do that this poor child then i became a mother and it hit me oh my goodness this poor mother she must have been stressed out in front of the store the child is not cooperating having a tantrum i feel so bad for her correct but mm -hmm. i wouldn't know that because i was unconscious in that moment so consciousness always you know, shows up when, when we get triggered to the point when we know, okay, something is not working here. So I think the parenting is a process of us becoming more conscious of what we really need to pay attention within ourselves so then we can show up for our kids the way they want us and need us. It's always the polarity. We are never completely conscious, but, you know, the consciousness comes from moments of, of unconscious triggers. So what I hear you saying, because I, I always notice it now, is when I'm like extremely impatient with my son mm -hmm. or um, just, just like I'm blowing up on him. Like mm -hmm. I, I, I'll, I can take a step back and realize mm -hmm. like I'm the one tripping on him 
he's really just hungry for my attention right now. Correct. Like it's me. My my constant mm-hmm. reactions are mm-hmm. what's sending him back mm-hmm. to want more attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I always now I'm like, okay, it's time for me to take a step back. I need to slow down. I need to realize that there's nothing more important than um, what he needs from me. I had I actually had this really cool moment. Um, I told this on another episode recently where. I was in Mexico and we did this exercise, um, mm-hmm. really cool. They had us do this exercise called like a value universe. And basically you had to write down all the things that make you smile. And then they had mm-hmm. you organize it in categories. And, and basically when I was done, one of the biggest categories was like around my son and how happy he mm-hmm. makes me. Mm-hmm. And then when you were finished, there was a couple more steps. And then at the end, they made you write this, um, you had to write an obituary. Mm. Like you had to write your, mm-hmm. um, no, it wasn't obituary. It was, a, um, oh, I forgot what they called it, but it was like your end of life story. If you were going to write a letter mm-hmm. to God, like thanking him, what was your like end of life story? And I was just writing and writing and writing. And mm-hmm. I, as clear as day, it came to my head. I just heard like, you are being quiet right now in this season and you're receiving resistance in this season. Cause you're, you're looking for this creative thing or this next thing. And not realizing that I have you in this silent season right now mm-hmm. because there's no one else you're supposed to impact. There's no one else mm-hmm. you're supposed to help. You go help a thousand mm-hmm. more people mm-hmm. when the reality is the person that is the most hungry for mm-hmm. your attention and help right now is your mm-hmm. son. Correct. Help him first. Correct. Pour into him first. So pour into you so you can pour into him. Correct. Before anything else. Correct. It requires intentional presence. Intentional presence to his tantrum, intentional presence to what he needs, intention and patience. Ooh, ooh. Patience with You're talking about a word nobody has right patience. now. <laughs> but but, ever, we but we're so also busy. But we are so in a hurry. So in a hurry. Mm. You see? Get mm. over this. I helped you already. Get over this. This is a repetitive process. This is a repetitive, because this is what we forget. We think the parenting is the thing we do. Parenting is a relationship. Ooh. It's not something that we do. Correct? It's so crazy because I heard it like partnering. Like that would be like me saying I'm partnering right now. Like Yes, you are partnering with your child. Correct? So it's not that you will read a book of strategies. Some are, you know, helpful. But how are you being with yourself that then you show up for your son's being and then being together in this relationship, it, it, it is a relationship, correct? Yes. So your parenting relationship will be different than my parenting relationship because we might be doing relationships different, mm-hmm. but it's a relationship. You can't read a book and just you utilize it on every single parent and a child because the relationship is so different. How do I relate to myself? How do I relate to my own impatience how do i relate to myself when i have a tantrum we all have tantrums we tell the kids stop having a tantrum behave handle your emotions while we are using our uh, losing our minds and being out of control but i'm telling you stop that correct because i don't know how to deal with my own you know fear with with depending on you know fear of being judged by others. So if you misbehave and I'm in a public place and I've been taught to behave well because people will judge you and our family, you immediately will get triggered to, you need to stop this. People will say, I'm not a great mom. This is too much. You need to handle yourself, correct? And then we damage the relationship with a child at the expense of not being judged by others, right? That's why we need to know our triggers. 
because that was me at some point with my son. That's how I started doing coaching because motherhood unraveled me, unraveled me to my core. At some mm. point I was yelling at my son and he looks at me and he says, mom, because they are smarter than us. He looked at me, he said, mom, you're telling me to yell while you are yelling at me, saying, stop yelling. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Kids. <laughs> exactly. He was five. No, five or four. Yeah, something like that. And that's the thing. We don't understand that they come already with their personalities. They, are, they have their own agency. We, we don't own them. They come through us. They don't belong to us. Come through us. They don't belong. Hold on. They are wait, wait, separate wait. agency. Hold on. Because I'm listening to this and I'm like, one of the mm -hmm. most valid lessons I had to learn that I didn't even know I mm -hmm. possessed or embodied around parenting mm -hmm. was when you, the moment you realize that this child's actually nothing like you. Mm -hmm. When you're like, why are you doing that? You didn't get that from me. You didn't get that from your father. Like, what, where did you get this from? I'm a separate And then you're being. like, oh, you're your mm -hmm. own individual. Yes. Like, so mm -hmm. I have to actually learn you. I don't get to control you. I don't no. get to pour into you to make you the way that I want you to be. Mm -hmm. I actually have to learn you and Correct. adjust around that. Correct. You're a whole different person. He's going to humble you. <laughs> they humble us. We are so... You know, we yes. think we are it. We know all the things. Yep. We have all the degrees. We run businesses or we have careers and we think we have it all figured out. Oh, my son, giving me a whole degree. And then, exactly. A double and one. then we start parenting and it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Nobody told me about this. And then if you have multiple kids, you figure it out with one. You're like, oh, okay, I've got this. Then the second comes in and you're like, whole wait a minute. <laughs> Correct. Correct. But they are our best Teachers. teachers they are they are like i would not be a person that i am today if not for my son because he was showing me everything all the fears i had about myself so for example i didn't do well at school i hated school it was too boring in me i i am very hands-on show me how to do things i will do things i will engage in the processes correct. if you put me in a classroom and you are going to read from the book for two hours you lost me yeah correct Yesterday. But that was also mm. tied to I'm not smart enough because smart people know how to focus on those things. And that's why I struggle in life to figure out what to do with myself. Perfect. My child arrives. Guess what? No. He's like me in that spectrum, right? So if you don't engage me, if you don't show me, if you, don't, if you can't teach in a way that's engaging me, guess what? He taps out. So I look at him not doing homework. Guess what comes up for me? Oh my God, he's going to struggle in life just like me. This mm. is horrible. I need to be now on top of him. Correct? Let me fix him and help him because otherwise he will have to, you know, struggle like me. And that was horrible. I don't want it for him. Yeah. And also, who am I to know who he, what he needs to struggle through in his life? Who am I to say? Oof. Correct? Oh, you mean I Who can't? I? Oh, you mean I can't control my child's adversity? Correct. <laughs> this this oh. part. This part. People are like, why? Because we are again, like, you know, we have those. What my child's meant to experience. Yes. What are and then oh, life should be only butterflies and happiness. Have we met? Look at the world. It's 50-50. 50 positive, 50 negative, and it's you know gonna like pull pull your heart out of your chest, and you have to deal with it. And if we don't teach our children that we can handle this ourselves, how are they to learn that they need to learn that as well as a skill? 
Mm. Correct. So the earlier we start, the better it gets because I don't want my child at 21 to learn you can fail, you can make mistakes, you can screw up sometimes. Some decisions are really dumb, but who am I to say? Just look at the result. Do you like it? Yes or no? If I don't allow him to make a mistake and I constantly am on top of him and control his environment and control his friends, and if some of the friends say something wrong, then I will change the friends immediately. What am I teaching him? What am I teaching her? What am I teaching my child? That they constantly have to be protected, that we don't trust people, we don't trust um, the world, we don't trust they have their own capacity and capabilities to take care of themselves and manage their emotions. Correct? Do I want that? No. No, I don't. But it also takes an understanding and being very uncomfortable with watching them fail. I want you to fail at five and six and seven and 10, not at 21, where the result can be when you are driving, you can drink and you know, you, your sexuality is so yeah, much different. The consequences different. are Correct. much steeper. Correct. Yes. But I also make sure that if you make a mistake, I don't say, why did you do that? I say, good for you. You tried, didn't work out. You are still an amazing person. Mm-hmm. So I say the behaviors sometimes or choices might not be what you want to repeat, but you as an individual, you are always beautiful. You are always worthy. No matter, you get a C, you get an F. Okay, let's talk about this. Why did I, I don't tell them you have to do A, B, C, D for me to love you. That's different from my values, oh. correct? So we have values of how do you show up for yourself. That's different from if you get an F, why did you get an F? Just tell me. And they, and they will tell me, I got bored. I already knew that. It's like he was not paying attention, <laughs> okay? I already know that. So... But if I would come out from, you have to fit in this picture frame that I have for you, Mm. a student, always saying yes, always doing what I tell you, not causing me any trouble, correct? You just fit this frame here, okay? Always making right choices. We don't prepare them for life. They don't discover who they are, but we also cause them a lot of anxiety and anger. That's how kids become anxious because we try to... And they know. They know what we want from them. And they want us to be also happy because they love us. I'm having, like, so many, like... I'm just hearing you say this, and I'm thinking about, like, one, how much I've heard my son say sorry in the last couple weeks. And I know that he gets Mm -hmm. that from me Mm -hmm. because I say it a lot. And I keep, Mm -hmm. like, it's freaking me out a little bit Mm -hmm. because I'm, like... Mm -hmm. The minute he makes mm-hmm. a mistake, he's like, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. mommy. And I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, but it's okay. He's like, no, mommy, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude, it's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do I give you anxiety? Am I that mm-hmm. mad at you? And then mm-hmm. I'm like, no, no, he's doing what he sees, which Correct. is me. You are modeling. Always apologizing mm-hmm. to other people. Like, mm-hmm. or being scared of standing in what I do. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. watching him model that behavior. And then it's like this, oh. Yes. Then you just explain the picture. And there I'm thinking... is no way. So this is what we are thinking. We are thinking, I'm the parent. I'm the authority. I know best what works for you because look how amazing I'm doing in my life. Mm-hmm. Correct. And then you, little buddy, you just listen to what I'm telling you. and Just follow the direction. As long as you do this, we are fine. So wrong. No, they are, he's modeling, like my son was modeling. He was modeling the same behaviors that I had to work through. That was a gift. It's a gift. I'm like, thank you for saying that I'm yelling. Stop yelling. Thank you. In the moment I wanted to, you know, lose my mind. But we can't be hypocritical. You can't, when you are eating Cheetos 
or nachos and you are gaining weight over and over, don't tell your child, stop eating sweets or stop eating junk because that's unhealthy. You can say all the words if they don't see you embodying what you are teaching. They're not going to learn that. <laughs> we can talk. Words, we can... words only do so much. It has to be connected to the action and example you are giving. And let me say this. I'm not going for perfection. We are all... So what I want to say. We all make mistakes. Thank God. And when I make a mistake, I go to my kids. I'm like, listen, this is what I did today. What do you guys think? <laughs> Sometimes... We are laughing because I want them to be okay with making mistakes. I want them to recognize nothing changes about you as a person if you make a mistake. You don't have to be anxious. You don't have to be petrified. It's okay. You are still valuable. And what can I learn from it? Do I want to learn from it? Because I can always choose. Do I want to repeat this? Yes or no? I'm always in choice. But I also teach my kids. You can repeat this behavior and then you know what it is. And who am I to tell you that's bad? Of course, there are some values and behaviors that in our family, non-negotiables, correct? Um, and we can work with the behavior. But I always say, are we talking about the behavior or are we talking really about the being of him as a being, right? So whatever you model, he will show this to you. So it's like a mirror and a gift to you. Look, mom, this is your next gift to learn. Stop saying sorry. Step into who you are supposed to be. Stop keeping yourself small. Stop apologizing. Stop people pleasing, whatever that is. Here is your thing. And now open your eyes to this so this can improve. There's nothing about my son that is small. Exactly, because he's mirroring to you on this, finally. <laughs> this just became really personal really quickly. <laughs> and I don't like it. I have two kids. We can go to me. It's all no, fine. No, 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 no. I really it's, want to ask yeah. this question on behalf of the viewer, but then I do want to go back to me. It's yes. like the audience is the, I hear, I hear what you're saying mm -hmm. and I believe it so intimately, mm -hmm. but it's mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. some of what you're talking about, sounds very much like this, like conscious parenting or this mm -hmm. soft parenting. You know, you said in the beginning, like, mm -hmm. um, parenting is a relationship. Mm -hmm. It's not a job. It's not mm -hmm. a, it's not a, I'm parenting down to you. I am in parenting mm -hmm. with you as a mm -hmm. relationship or parenting to you. Mm -hmm. Um, which comes back to this like soft parenting or this conscious parenting approach, which I believe in I fully, this. but there are times, soft, to say something. Yes. there uh -huh. are times when mm -hmm. I, and I'm going to use myself as an mm -hmm. example because I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm my best example. Yeah. I'm only speaking from experience. Yeah. There are moments mm -hmm. where when I can absolutely tell mm -hmm. that based that my behavior is what is my reaction, mm -hmm. it or or the modeled behavior is what's leading the the barrier or issues between me and my mm -hmm. son. But there are a few times. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where I can tell in my softer mm -hmm. parenting that he may be a little mm -hmm. bit manipulative mm -hmm. of my soft mm -hmm. approach. And that's mm -hmm. where I get into like, wait a minute, mm -hmm. wait, am mm -hmm. I, are you manipulating mm -hmm. me? Are you mm -hmm. using me right now? Mm -hmm. Are you playing with my, mm -hmm. my, the work that guilt. I'm doing? Also, guilt, guilt, guilt. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Talk me yeah. through this. So <laughs> th this is what I love this soft it's like emotions. No, because weak. I know yeah. that there's people listening no, to this yeah, and they're like, wait, but my child yeah. needs to be, but, they need to know but, who's in control sometimes. Nobody's in control. Are you in control? Do you no, ever no, feel no. you're in control? Just, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't talk to oh, me. Talk to okay. them. To <laughs> me. Somebody's like, definitely yes, correct. saying that. Control. Correct. Yes. Correct. Correct. Okay. Perfectionism. Other things. So, newsflash. You are not in control of your child, even if you think you are. 
Because if you were in control, you could really plan out their li life and see everything that they're doing and they would become this person you want them to be and it would never change. Guess what? <laughs> At some point, they're like, I'm out. And I'm you out. Have, and you have I'm to relinquish out. control anyway. Correct. There is no control. It's delusional. Yeah. Every time you think I'm in control, you are delusional. How do I know that? <laughs> Ask me. Been there. Okay. Also, tried it. Doesn't work. Tried it. Doesn't work. <laughs> Anyways, it, so... When we speak about parenting as a relationship, every relationship needs boundaries. Mm. So when every we talk relationship soft, it doesn't mean you walk over me. It means there are values and there are boundaries. So for example, if you slap me as my child, that's a no. It doesn't mean that I will be soft with you, meaning you can do whatever you want. That's a difference. But we need to have a clear boundaries and conversations, how it looks like. Correct. So for example, if my child is slapping me, it sometimes happens with a lot of toddlers and younger kids, they yes. will slap you, right? So, okay. Or bite. We, we, or bite. So we take, so it's some kind of, something is coming out of them, right? Depends on that. And some kids never do that. Yeah. Mine used to do that. He had a lot of energy. He was very, you know, he's mm -hmm. still very um, strong personality. So first of all, you need to keep yourself safe. So it's not like this is what I understand. Deve developmentally, for some kids, this is what they go through. Okay. It doesn't mean that you have to allow that for them to constantly, you know, punch you. Correct. So you can, you can take their hands, you can put them aside for a minute to cool down. Correct. If they're still in a crib or whatever the age is, and then you can really say, this is a no. Love you. This is a no. Mm -hmm. You have to have boundaries, correct? Correct. correct? So, but until we are clear, then those thoughts come in. Are you using me? Are you taking advantage of me? Okay, how clear are you with what's yes and what's no for you in those situations? Are you clear? Mm. Are you clear? Because if you are not clear, correct? Right. So, like for example, for me, if my if my um, ten year old, correct, is on an iPad and I tell him to switch it off. I don't punish. There is a consequence of what he already knows. So for example, I say, you have iPad for 45 minutes. And then when I ask you to, uh, ask you to switch it off, you need to switch it off, right? And if you have trouble switching it off, I understand it can happen. Right. It's very addictive. I understand that. So if you have trouble switching it off, I will give you one or two warnings. And then if you lose your cool with me, and if you become, you know, mean, Mm -hmm. I understand that can happen too. So I'm not surprised. Right. I'm not pretending I'm so And I just say, it's okay. I'm not mad. And it's not a punishment. It means we just need a break from this for maybe a few days. So you can work on how to manage yourself next time. It's very different than you've behaved very badly. I'm so disappointed in you. What is wrong with you? Now the iPad is gone. This is the punishment. Do you see? Mm -hmm. This is a very different way of parenting. There is still a consequence, but I don't make him feel guilty or shame him or say, what's wrong with you? Why do you behave this way? I already expect the child will have some emotional reactions in this environment because I've seen it before. So when you look at your, and your, yourself and your son, what are the situations when you feel like, is this where he might be using me or not? I don't think they're ever using it, but they want to get something out of us. So I think... Some of the things that have surprised me lately mm -hmm. have been the, um, and it leads me to guilt and shame mm -hmm. is like the minute, mm -hmm. like, am I, I'm like, am I doing this wrong? Like the minute I, um, give him a consequence, mm -hmm. he immediately, yeah. um, shames himself. Yeah. So for example, like what? 
So today, um, we were playing for a little while. Then I said, okay, we're done playing. Let's take a break. I went to my room. I started putting on clothes. He ran by me goofing off. And then when I walked by him, he punched my butt. And I turned around and I looked at him and I said, you do not punch people you love. And I said, and you do not punch mommy's. You don't punch mommy. Okay. And then when I reprimanded him, he giggled. Mm-hmm. Like, thought it was a joke. And mm-hmm. then I said, hey, I'm not joking. Mm-hmm. I'm Mommy is not kidding. We do mm-hmm. not hurt people that mm-hmm. we love. And as soon as he saw that I was serious, mm-hmm. put his head down and started crying. Mm-hmm. And walked off with his shoulders down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, bud, Mommy just told you what, what mm-hmm. you can no longer do. Mm-hmm. You're okay. No. And then just crying. So what's the problem? Hit. So he's crying. So what's the problem? I felt guilty because I felt like... Mm-hmm. Am I doing this wrong? Oh, so you set the boundary and then you ask if you're doing this wrong. Kind of. Valid. Mm-hmm. Very valid. Yeah. So, so what's, what's happening if he cries for a little bit? He makes, he, he's sad enough that he makes me feel guilty as a parent. He doesn't make you feel anything. You guilt yourself. <sighs> Like how this child that is so tiny can have so much have so much power over you. You think he shouldn't be crying? That's the problem. That right there. Yeah. That yeah. right there because it's mm-hmm. not because you're mm-hmm. not in pain because mm-hmm. you're not because I didn't mm-hmm. the reprimand wasn't mm-hmm. I didn't yell at you. I mm-hmm. wasn't mean to you. Mm-hmm. So you're now crying, so now I yeah. feel guilty. And because you're crying, this He's makes me... He's just crying. Yes. He's just crying. That's all. He's going to be over it in a few minutes if you just let him to cry it out in that way that is, you know, not dangerous to him. And you can always say, I'm here. If you need a hug, I'm here. She makes it sound so easy. <laughs> and I just don't know why I don't feel that way in the moment. Yes. <laughs> because it's, it's like when you look at, have you cried through things? Yes. Did you survive? Yes. Are you damaged for life? No. Okay, then. <laughs> it's like, how is he going to learn to soothe himself as well? So you do co-regulation soothing with him and him by himself. Sometimes I see it with my kids, with my five-year-old. Like he was very calm until six months ago when he starts having those tantrums. Both me and my husband, we were like looking at each other. Where is this coming from? Right. Literally, the emotions are so big. So big. So big. So, so big with boys. Sometimes I just look at him. I don't, okay, they don't I'm even here. know how to like exert it. It's so, so big. They, the, the emotion has to just run. It's, it's processed within the body. So it looks like yelling. And I also say you can hit things like a pillow or, you know, but you just don't hit me. So you can lose it and all, whatever. You can, if, if you want, I can be with you. I right? like that you give them this, him the space too. I give them space because don't you the need boys. space sometimes? Yeah. I need space sometimes too when I'm annoyed. Don't be right. in my face constantly. So sometimes I need a hug. Sometimes I need, need a space. So I give them an option. And, and sometimes they want a hug. But sometimes my five-year-old like, I don't want it. And then he has his own tantrum. And I can sit in a room with him. And I'm just watching him. Just literally watching him have his, having his own experience. And then he's done. And then he comes towards me and then he gives me a hug. I'm like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Nothing went wrong. I have a really serious question. This is big. And this is going to be for a lot of people right now. 
I remember there was a time, okay, so over the last year, I went through really heavy emotions, and I, I would definitely say my son witnessed quite a, quite a good bit of it, okay. and I recall someone saying to me at one point when I was trying to have a conversation with them around why Cameron, I felt like he had become a little bit dramatic and very whiny, mm -hmm. and um, mm -hmm. somebody said, well, you're crying a lot, so that's mm -hmm. why Cameron's crying a lot, mm -hmm. and that was mm -hmm. like... I was like, oh my God, I'm making my son like this. Like, mm -hmm. whoa. When, I, I guess, where do you draw the line and mm -hmm. how much of your, for anyone listening that's going through something, whether, you know, it be a breakup or a divorce or a separation, or maybe you're just working through some type of level of healing because we all know we can be working through healing and having a whole gamut of emotions, grief, loss, all the things. How much of that do you share with your child? How much do you allow them to witness? Anger too. Yeah. So there's been so many times where I'm like, mommy's angry right now. But okay, so first And of I all, need a minute. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And there's been times where he's not willing to leave my side. He wants to sit there and watch. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he's watched me cry and he's mm -hmm. been a part of it. Then mm -hmm. the there I know there's a other side of this, which is what I'm asking, mm -hmm. but the flip side of this is my son has also seen me take steps to self-regulate. Mm -hmm. And only action, not through me explaining. And I've seen him give it back to me Correct. in return, which Perfect. has been the most beautiful part where mm -hmm. when I get sad, I've seen mm -hmm. him bulk up and go, mommy, take a deep breath. Yeah. Mommy, Perfect. take a deep breath. Mm -hmm. So, but mm -hmm. there's times where I feel like I mm -hmm. exert too much emotion. And then does mm -hmm. that affect him negatively? Well, what's negatively? Let's define how do you affect him negatively? Is me expressing anger, sadness, mm -hmm. pain, depression, mm -hmm. crying mm -hmm. over the course of that last mm -hmm. year, did that affect him? Did yes, that make it, him it, more it, sad, more it, emotional? It did more... affect him 100%, correct? It right. did affect him, but yes. you say negatively. So that's a question. It did affect him, but who decides if it's negative? It's you having some idea about this, correct? Right. So correct. what is your judgment of that? of yourself having all those emotions in front of him. I think he grew through it. I think he did fine. But do you see this? How clear is this? It's me questioning myself from a parenting <laughs> perspective for someone that has never parented before. Correct. Um, it's, it's questioning myself through the day. I was already doing something. This is like very vulnerable, but I'm already mm -hmm. doing something that I did not know how, I came in not knowing how to do, which was Correct. be a like to all a of child. us. Like all of us. Uh, you remember when we started conversation? And then doing it alone. Yes. And, and enduring an emotional state of healing. Yes. It was like, you are figuring all of this out the hard way. And yeah. your son will be here to witness it all. Correct. But you remember when we started, we said about, we said about being conscious and, and, or unconscious and becoming conscious. You remember that? Yes. Yeah. So everything that is happening for you right now, you are becoming more and more conscious. Correct. So without that. And my son is also benefiting off of me becoming more and more conscious. Correct. So this is what I will say. If you are in going through hardships, correct? And it can be also in regular marriage and people are not divorcing, but they're having some challenges, correct? Mm -hmm. Because I think parenting is hard for everybody. Yes. If somebody tells me I know what I'm doing, I'm like, get out of here. All, <laughs> well, listen, we are trying to figure this out, okay? As we go and every time is, oh, new, new, new consciousness right now. Oh, new trigger, new consciousness. That's how it works, correct? Right, right. So, You're only um, as good as your next trigger. Correct. I always say that. Co correct, correct. And also, 
so if I see you as a mother going through, and, and sometimes that's what I say, like, you are at least aware and you are looking for help, help and sometimes it still looks very emotional. Correct. That's that's what's happening for you right now. If you can't move past that, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Correct? That's what it was. That's what it is. And you work with what is now. Yes. So if you know what was happening for him or what he needed from you, he's already learning from you how to regulate, self-regulate, ask for what he needs, right. whatever it is. He's witnessing you coming out from some you know challenges. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, it's always growing them, but growth never happens in the comfort zone. You already know that. Yeah. Growth never happens. Resilience never happens in the space of continuous happiness. That's not even possible. <sighs> so the only thing is you need to be okay with whatever you've been doing for the past year. And when you had moments of being very emotional, let's say, or, you know, crying in front of him, I was always just saying like, you are safe. I'm okay. And if I were you, I would stop using mommies, this mommies that I am. I am crying. Mm. I need space. Not mommy. There is no third person here. You are that. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. When you talk to him, it's like, I need space or I need a moment or I am sorry, whatever that is. Right. But just accepting that, that was what it was for you. Was he impacted? 100%. Yeah. Is it bad? Who decides what is bad? How do you teach him to be resilient? How do you teach him to access the emotions? That's all what it is. That has been and the greatest the journey. For, yeah. And then support for him when he's growing and going because he's going for his own, own emotions. Yes. Do you and think learning you them. are the only one losing it inside? <laughs> no. he's, right? He, as a child, is going through this process as well. So let's not be delusional that he's just witnessing me. He's also participating He's an active in participant. himself, correct. correct, but also witnessing you and then his father. Yep. And that's what the journey is. And, you know, he has chosen you for a reason. So you have chosen you. God, every time you say that, that just like, yeah, like my, sits my children in, chose me too. Oh. It's like deeply into my <laughs> spirit that that child chose me. <laughs> well, there is a soul there needs to be. I always say like, you know, there's always a gift. There's always a gift. I know acceptance. There is so much of acceptance in parenting. Acceptance who I am, acceptance who he is, acceptance of what we go through. And from acceptance, if you are not fighting it and guilting yourself, then you can really decide what you want to do. Because if you are constantly in shame and guilt, there is no, how can you make decisions from that space? Right. Not much decision making. If I accept that I yelled, I used to yell so much and I just had to accept this is what I did. This is what I knew. This is how I was triggered all the time. I didn't know better. Yeah. So that's what I did. I forgive myself. He has forgiven me. I asked him, I said, do you remember? He said, yeah, I used to yell and he used to say some bad things. All of us. I don't think there is a parent who never said a horrible thing to their children or never raised their voice. I don't think there is a parent like that. Correct. Correct. So it's like we are learning. As we go. As we go. <laughs> Next level. I will wrap with this because I think we could go on for hours about this, but I will wrap with this is one of the, you said it earlier, but I just want to give a like really beautiful example of it is that our children, a lot of times, you've said this over and over, that our children are our mirror and they're either gifting us an opportunity to heal something 
-hmm. or they're they're showing like like you said it's literally here's the list of all the things that you need to work on mom <laughs> and i'm going to show you through my behaviors mm -hmm. and my actions and mm -hmm. here you go mm -hmm. and here's your next project mm -hmm. and it's going to come in the form of me yes uh, and i'm not going to let up here we go mm -hmm. um but it's also an opportunity there's such an expression sometimes of things that we don't even know are going on internally Mm -hmm. Um, because I think we're, we're giving the surface level, mm -hmm. we're, we're talking about from the surface, what they're seeing and what's being yeah. modeled and the emotions. But I, I, mm -hmm. I told this story on another episode and I just want to repeat it. Cause one mm -hmm. of the most beautiful things you taught me was like, sometimes things that I wasn't even willing to see, my son was showing me on the front. Like mm -hmm. the, I'll never forget that time that I, we had a rough morning. I got him in the car seat. I got him to school mm. and I unbuckled this Joker's car seat and he jumped out of my car and took off running. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the, like, I'm mm -hmm. booking it down the street. I'm mm -hmm. chasing him in sandals. I pick him up because mm -hmm. he's so close to like a main strip mm -hmm. and I throw him up against the wall and I'm like, what are you doing? And he just throws his hands down. And he starts crying and he's like screaming. And I said, what, what are you feeling? And he said, I'm mommy. I'm just so angry. I'm mm -hmm. so angry right now. And I said, why are you so angry? What did mommy do? And he was like, I, I'm just so angry. And then when I picked him up to take him into school, mm -hmm. he was frantic, like mm -hmm. kicking, like, don't, and it wasn't even, he didn't want to go into school. He just wanted no parts of nothing mm -hmm. like he wouldn't even let me love him in that moment mm -hmm. and I got him in school and I put him on the ground and we just sat there and he just cried and cried and mm -hmm. cried and it was like this uncontrollable like release mm -hmm. and so it it was like an hour I got him mm -hmm. into school got him settled down mm -hmm. and I walked out and I called you and I sat in the car and I was like I can't help but I feel like that was different that was mm -hmm. not a toddler tantrum mm -hmm. that was like mm -hmm. my son was losing his shit mm -hmm. and I didn't know how to like mm -hmm. I didn't even, like, I was thinking back on the morning and I'm like, it wasn't that bad. Mm -hmm. Like, it was like, yeah, I rushed him a little bit, but like, it wasn't that. Mm -hmm. And you, as soft and as calm as could be, said, and I'm almost to tears in it. You said, well, doesn't that look familiar? <laughs> and I was like, no. And you were like, that's how, that's you. And in my, in my external mm -hmm. instinct, I said, no, it's not. I don't. I'm not, I'm not mm -hmm. angry, crazy, angry right mm -hmm. now. And you said, no, no, that's how you feel inside. Mm -hmm. Is that not how you feel inside? Mm -hmm. You want to kick and scream and shout and, mm -hmm. and beg for somebody to love mm -hmm. you right now. You're so angry and you can't mm -hmm. find mm -hmm. a way to express it. Your son mm -hmm. just showed you how you feel inside. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's exactly yeah. how I feel. Yeah. Like that was exactly how I felt. Mm -hmm. And my son knew that that was what was in between him and I mm -hmm. and me loving him the way that he needed mm -hmm. to be loved. And so that was his like expression mm -hmm. externally. So sometimes mm -hmm. when I see him, mm -hmm. like his outward behavior, I'm like, mm -hmm. is like true mm -hmm. mirror. Like I just want somebody to hear through that experience, like true mirror. Like I've, mm -hmm. I've seen behaviors in him that I'm like, is this me? Like, is this me right now? Are you, Mirror, for lack of better yeah. words, are you reading me? <laughs> is yeah. this, this is an invitation for me to see something that's so deep rooted that I may not have even brought to the surface to address mm -hmm. yet, but you can feel it. They feel it. They, they, like kids are dogs. very, like... kids are very intuitive, you know, yes. kids are very intuitive. It's like the child comes in, as we said, they have their own agency and they are so pure. They are so intuitive. They, you know. They trust the world and the people until we put hands on them. 
meaning not hands like physically, but until we get to them. And then we say, what's appropriate? What's not appropriate? What you should do, what you should not do. And then we have all those rules and then, you know, but they are still, they still have access to, to this deeper knowing, to the soul knowing, to the energy. And every time kids are around you, they can feel how you feel. You can pretend you are happy. You can pretend you are not mad, but they will look at you and like, I know what you feel right now. Like they can feel that. At some point, they, they stop trusting themselves because as adults, what we do, we try to protect them and we say, no, I'm not mad. So now they are learning, oh, this is how it feels in my body, but you are telling me it's a no. So now I stop trusting myself because you are my parents, so I should trust you, correct? You're like the older person, so I'm trusting you. And then we end up going into the life where we have this gut feeling and intuition and we're like, this doesn't feel great, but I remember when I was growing up, my parents told me, Nothing was wrong, so I will listen to that because, you know, you see what happens? So, correct, correct. So, they have intuition, they feel how you feel. You can pretend you are doing great, but if you internally are, are anxious, um, they will take that on. Mm -hmm. They will take your energy and they will mirror that to you. Every time when I get impatient, they get impatient and they mirror that to me. But then we go to them and we start parenting them instead of, wait a minute, how is that now? processing and showing in me first how do i need to address that in myself because before i go and talk to them about that thing but what we are trying to do we're trying to go and do it outwards again correct that's what we do so let me fix you you need to stop i don't i don't even know that's going on for me right now but <laughs> you know that, that, that's what it is and so i see so often when parents don't even and it takes so much courage, yeah. right? Because for so many people, ignorance is bliss, mm. correct? It's a choice. I will always say, give me the next trigger. I will take it because I always grow from it. It feels horrible, but I will learn from this, okay? Yes. For many people, it's so scary. It's really, it's, it's really requires a lot of courage. So when I see parents, ask yourself this. Next word that's going to come out of your mouth and how you speak to your child. Is it coming from love and trust or fear? Fear and lack of trust in yourself and your child and the world, correct? Because you parent very differently. Mm -hmm. If I trust in you and if I trust in myself as your guide or just like I'm holding space for you and I'm guiding you where to go as a person you already are. I'm not telling you who to be, correct? But I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm seeing you. Um, because what I see very often is when we have some, you know, when, when we are the parents that feel unhappy, like I know there are moms that look in the mirror because our body changes and they're like, oh my gosh, I look horrible. And, you know, my dad didn't give me this love that I needed. And I, and I have very self, um, low self-esteem. Okay. And I don't feel great about myself, but I, I look at my children and they, and you know, what am I projecting is I'm thinking I'm a great mom because I'm saying you need to get all A's and you have to be in all those clubs and you need to do all the chores at home and you need to be check, 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 check. So when you do that, on some level, I feel like more confident, correct? Because mm -hmm. now the child becomes a project. Mm -hmm. You're going to mm -hmm. be my project. Mm -hmm. And if mm -hmm. you do well, and if I get praise for how well you are doing, Good job, but that only lasts so much because when the kid starts rebelling or they get a B, guess what? <gasps> now, what does that mean about me? Mm -hmm. How is this my responsibility? And we put all this weight on them, correct? Mm -hmm. So 
when, when, when I hear from parents, like, I set my kid down and we had this conversation and I said, I'm worried about you. I'm like, why are you worried about this child? You are only worried because you didn't address that with yourself yet. So you don't trust yourself. So you don't trust your child. Ooh. All right. So <laughs> to wrap this up, I guess my last question is for anyone listening that is in do- that anyone that is enduring any mm-hmm. type of um, maybe like you know pain or mm-hmm. healing right now mm-hmm. or inviting in mm-hmm. the experience of accepting some of their childhood mm-hmm. traumas while parenting. Mm-hmm. What would your best piece of advice be to parents watching to just not project that onto their child? Well, you're gonna, you're go, you are going to love this. <laughs> Patience. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Um, choosing consciousness around the trigger. Choosing consciousness. If you are feeling you are in pain, be aware and be present to that. I feel this because you know, if you go to your child, get, get out from that because, because of my children, I feel this way because he did this. I feel this way. No, go back to yourself. But Always. I don't even think people are mm-hmm. going this far. I want to highlight oh. what you're saying, because I think when the child does oh. something and then we're reactive, yes. it's like the child did this. I'm Correct. angry. The child did this. I'm annoyed. The child Correct. did this. I'm impatient. Correct. But we're not even like turning and associating the feeling to self. Okay. So like you are now annoying me yes. and I'm stopping the boat there instead of saying like, this is annoying me because I'm actually very unhappy with the work I'm doing every or day. Or I didn't create boundaries for myself, so I had no space for myself today. Or uh, I'm always giving to my children, but I don't give anything to myself. So I take all my kids to all the sports, but I don't move my body and I feel miserable being myself. So let me lose it with you. I mean, l- let's really look at this. We are grown-ups who are so often still trapped, like seven-year-old is inside of me reacting to things or five-year-old, whatever that memory was for me, correct? Because it's not really the truth right now, but it's the memory of something. So until you can recognize that, it's like this small child cannot have so much power over you. You are a grown adult managing all your life. So the question is, what is this in you and about you that brings that up? There is no way around this. You can work on the behavior level with the child, but it's really like, what do I need to change in my own being to be able to provide the space for that child to shift with me? Or if they don't shift, how can I just provide what I need for myself so I can be present for them in whatever emotional state they are in? Mm. So at any time when I'm feeling off, it's really like, what is this causing me to feel and how can I address this within myself? Where did I put boundaries? Where, don't, where I don't express myself what I need? Because you say you are giving, but you know, it's, it's a question. Where do I say sorry too often? Where do I need to stop saying sorry? Where do I need to ask for more help? Where do I need to set more boundaries? Too much. Period. <laughs> okay. Where, where do I don't recognize myself? Where do I don't really truly pay attention to myself? Like I'm from Eastern Europe where, where all these things are happening in Europe. Something came up for me last weekend and it slapped me so hard. When you think about creativity, I need to create and you need to, you know, keep your business growing all the time. 
not every season is about growth in a business. Sometimes you need time to grow yourself to then grow your business, okay? So, and that's where entrepreneurs are, are failing because we are like, the hustle, the hustle, show up, show up. I'm like, if you are not showing up for yourself, not just pedicure, manicure, massage, I mean, show up internally what is making you feel like you can breathe, how can you even promote your business from a space that feels aligned? You will not do it in a way that feels good for you and it's gonna come out at some point. So like when I was feeling very emotional last Sunday and I had no clue where it came from, okay, I had two options. I could pretend it's not there. Mm. I literally was sitting at the breakfast table with my two sons that I love and my husband, we are having great life, and I start bawling my whole body is shaking. Okay, did they understand this? And I'm like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Literally, I look, I look at my husband and said, I think I'm getting depressed. And I'm bawling. And he's looking like we are just having breakfast. And he looked at me and, and I said, I don't think I'm depressed, but it feels like my whole body is shutting down. I said it out loud. I said, I feel my body shutting down. I don't know what's happening. And I'm crying and crying. And, and, and he hugged me and I said, I don't know what to do, but I need to do something. He said, okay, I think you need some time on your own. And I said, yes, I agree. So I picked myself up feeling horrible, horrible. Like I was like, I, I felt like this going inwards completely. And I spent 90 minutes outside with myself doing the process that I do. And as I'm crying, I'm laughing because what came out for me to, the, to my own presence was, of course it's that. Of course it's that, correct? So sometimes we don't know what it is, so we need to create space for that. Mm-hmm. So for me, everything that's connected to Eastern Europe was, you know, my business is growing, we, we just bought a house, all this like financial success and what's happening in Europe with families losing everything, with children being without fathers and mothers, all of this, that was like, part of my childhood. That's where I grew up, right? So all of this unconsciously triggered something in me. How dare you? How is this for you? Is it going to continue? Do you deserve this? Mm -hmm. Do you deserve this? And a part of me was freaking out. And what I heard was, you need to pay attention to me. Mm. You need to pay attention to me right now. Me to me. Mm -hmm. But being really present to what's happening. Okay. Look at the fear of this. Why is it coming up? What do, how do I need to address it? How do I need to be present with myself? Correct? So when I saw that, it was so clear. Of course it is coming up. Of course. On subconscious level, I've been triggered. So this is my next level. And if I'm not present to this, I'm not going to get over this. But not get over meaning like fix it. Meaning this is my next level in evolution of the self. Correct? the self. So I was like, okay, here we are. This is what I need to be present to. It felt horrible. Then we went for a walk. It was very clear. Pay attention to yourself. Get off the social media. Get off of creating more content. Don't sign any clients right now. Be with yourself right now. Monday, Tuesday, great. Wednesday, I wake up, slapped me again, like out of nowhere again, like this whole wave. And I even didn't ask, what are you doing here? My emotions, I was like, this is what needs to happen. My body is like, just feel this, mm-hmm. okay? And then I did that. My brain went to, you You have so much to do, so much to do. You, you said this, 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 and I'm like, no. You should be, you should, you be. should be. And I'm like, no, this is what my body's saying. This is what I'm going to be doing. It's fine, it's all good. And then by Thursday, 
everything was like so clear, mm -hmm. so clear. And I'm like, of course I had to go through this. And then there's a hit here from my clients that they had all their shifts, correct? Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting here like, wow, isn't this amazing? Because we are all it. You are it. I am it. The universe, the God, the energy, whatever. We are all interconnected. Mm -hmm. So if you don't do your own work, right? How can I parent from that place if I just keep refusing myself to feel and refusing myself to be present to my next step in evolution of the self? How can I show up for my children? Correct? Yeah. Correct. If I keep dismissing myself. Because we teach our children indirectly to dismiss themselves. All I heard when you said that was, am I going, I have that immediate choice mm -hmm. in the beginning is, mm -hmm. am I going to choose to pretend like I don't feel this way? Correct. Or am I going to feel this feeling? Correct. And when I invite in this feeling, and I think where the biggest fear comes in with a lot of us is I don't have time to feel this feeling. Well, because mm -hmm. this could last a while because mm -hmm. we all know we've been into this. Yeah. I've been into this where you allow a feeling to be present and it lasts way longer than you wanted mm -hmm. it to. Mm -hmm. Like, OK, all right, I'm going to deal with some of this grief. OK, I'm going to deal with some of this mm -hmm. sadness. I'm going to deal mm -hmm. with some of this loss. Mm -hmm. And well, here we are on day six and I'm still mm -hmm. sad and I don't have time to be sad right now because I'm parenting, running a business. And now all the should and the mm -hmm. shame is mm -hmm. heavy on my back because things are now slower than they need to be because mm -hmm. I'm dealing with this feeling that I don't know when it's going to come to an end. So now mm -hmm. and now I'm parenting through this. Yeah. But one thing that I have realized and I invite anyone else to just embrace like you basically walked us through that story is this was the year that, that i embraced all of those mm -hmm. feelings anytime they came up i could literally feel my body like prepared to resist them mm -hmm. and i was like no 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 like you i mm -hmm. know you hate going there and we're, mm -hmm. we're gonna go there again mm -hmm. like you're just gonna have to go there mm -hmm. and just allow myself and mm -hmm. there's been periods where it's gone weeks mm -hmm. but the beauty of it is is that every single time when i don't push it off mm -hmm. I find that I'm more patient with my son. Mm -hmm. I'm more patient with me. And at the end of it, I always, this is going to sound really silly, but I, it's almost like every time I allow this, I find a new level of bliss. It is a new bliss. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a new bliss. Like mm -hmm. I wake up and I'm like, oh, that was God showing me like, you can be a little bit happier. You can be a little bit more at peace. Mm -hmm. You can be a little bit more within self. Mm -hmm. You can be like a little bit more elevated. Like I will wake up and be like, Wow, if two weeks feeling like that was going to lead me to this. Hello, somebody. I'll do that every mm -hmm. time. Like, it's crazy to say, but I'm like, you just needed to sit through, sift through, mm -hmm. and allow and embrace what you were feeling because it, it really was just here to move through you. Correct. And I think when we you know, just for the listeners, if you, if you say, you know, I, I work the job or, or I have the business and I really have only so much time. Well, then use that so much time because when this whole thing started in Europe, I would work full days and then evening and, and morning, I had the time. Literally, I would stop working, be with my kids and I would go and cry. I'd be like, yeah, that's really sad. And I want to feel sad about this because it is sad. Yep. I'm not choosing to be in this victim mode. I still did the things that I wanted to do, but I created the space for myself to process it. Yes. So then when I yes. did it in the morning and then I was ready for my clients and I was really present, very professional, then I finished, I was with my family. And then I was again in the space where I could just be sad. Correct. And there is nothing wrong with this. And I would wake up next day and I literally would sometimes my kids be like, mom, mom, mom. 
and I could feel this, oh my goodness, I just need a moment here because I'm still processing. And I could see the impatience, right? Because where is my space for processing the grief right now? And they're like, mom, mom, mom. And I'm like, okay, deep breath. In an hour, I have the space. In an hour, I can do that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We can be also intentional with setting that time. We can. Yeah. If, if this is your lifestyle and you have only those pockets, that's what you do with it. Yeah. But you can't keep running because it's still with you. You will never outrun this. You will not. It's going to become bigger and bigger and bigger. And, and then it only it's does than... one of two things. You either accept it and embrace it for what it is, or you keep keep ignoring it and hoarding it until you explode. Correct. And as parents, the first thing we do is explode. Explode. Correct. Correct. Because they're going to be kids. Mm -hmm. They're going to not know. They're they, going to they try will your say, They will say no. They they're will ask. They're going to do all yeah. the things, and they're going to yeah. be your mirror. Yeah. And if you can't deal with what you are working through, you're going to explode on them. Correct. It's a given. It's a given. Thank you, friend, for this conversation. <laughs> You're I feel like we could have kept going round for round about this. I think um, specifically around, I loved, I loved how specific we were in some mm -hmm. of these examples. And just um, one thing I always love about you is, is that you, even though you've done so much work around this, you are always so open with like, we're just figuring this shit out. We're just because we are. It's out. like yeah, with every age, with every, and we are changing too, right? Mm. So let me tell you this process. Oh, child, change with me. Yeah, <laughs> or I don't know if they will, but I don't count on that. I don't have like expectations tied to my own change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, like you said, every level is a new up leveling, and for me, I feel like this. What happened for me this week? It showed me something that is very interesting. And so as I'm accepting this, and then I see it also in my business when the clients come in, they have the same kind of want. So it's, 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 very, it's very curious, you know? Mm -hmm. So I just say, stay curious, stay open. And um, it's not about giving stuff to the kids. It's nice to get gifts. Give your intentional presence, intentional presence, curiosity, and understand they don't belong to you. They come through you, but they don't belong, you know, they don't they belong come to through you. you, but they don't belong yeah. to you. Listen, yeah. I needed that on its own. So <laughs> tell them more about where they can uh, work with you, learn more about you. Literally, everybody wants to work with Ludmilla. So good luck with that. <laughs> You'll probably end up on a waiting list. But uh, tell them more about where they can find you. Well, they can find me on my website, www.dmiawoodroof.com or It'll be down social, social media. I think my website, that's right. <laughs> Haven't haven't been to my website in a long time, but social media with me at Woodroof. Um, yeah, they can find me below. Yep. There's a wait list. It'll be down in the show notes. And um, guys, please follow her. She gives away a lot of gems and a lot of great stuff from parenting to um, getting back to love and feeling and radical responsibility within self when it comes to being in partnership, being in relationship or for me, it was a lot of finding love within and for mm -hmm. myself again, which was really beautiful. So thank you so much for joining us again. Thank you. Literally the strand of face <laughs> resident expert. So thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, Jessica. <laughs> Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.